0: One couple, two microphones. One couple, two microphones. One couple, two microphones.
1: With Jason and Julie. Welcome to the One Couple, Two Microphones podcast with your favorite married couple, Jason and Julie. Let's talk about current events, travel, daily life, and hobbies. Here's your hosts, Jason and Julie. One couple, two microphones. One couple, two microphones.
0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Two Microphones Podcast. This is Jason.
1: And this is Julie.
0: And today we're going to talk about...
1: Funny travel stories.
0: Or mishaps.
1: Yeah. So, as some of you may know, we were supposed to be heading off to Antigua on Saturday for our annual trip, and that obviously was canceled due to COVID. So, we try to find something that would lighten the mood and and cheer us all up and... Uh, talk about some of the really funny things that have happened to Jason and I since we travel quite a bit.
0: In the last episode, we kind of hinted at a uh, rental car fiasco on one of the trips back. So we'll we'll talk about that a little bit as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, we will.
0: So do we want to start with that one or where do you want to start?
1: Yeah, we can start with that one.
0: All right, so this was a good one. So we were in the Charlotte airport heading back from vacation and The plane, I'm trying to remember exactly what the situation was, but the bottom line was the plane was delayed. I I think they had mechanical problems. And then as they were getting the mechanical problems resolved, there might have been some issues as well getting a flight crew and everything else. But they kept assuring us that we were going to get out. It was going to be the last flight of the night, and they have, what, a midnight curfew Curfew. there. So we were inching closer and closer and closer to that curfew. And finally, it turned out we weren't going to get out of there. Well, now,
1: before we before we decided that we were not that, that wasn't going to happen, you made me run to the rental car to see if there was
0: any. Well, yeah, we were available. on that bubble, right? Yeah. And you ran down to the rental company and said so they came, You came running back and said, "Yep, they still have cars because we live about a three hour drive from this airport." So instead of getting the connection, we figured at that point we just wanted to get home. Let's rent a car and drive it as opposed to spending a night in Charlotte. So they decided they were gonna cancel the flight. I dealt with them to tell them we were renting a car and to make sure they refunded that last leg or whatever it was they had to do. And you ran down to the rental company.
1: Right, because the rental car companies were all going to close at midnight, and we were talking this was like 11.15, and so we— Oh, I think
0: it was later than that by the time you went back down. It was like quarter of. Well,
1: whatever it was, but I ended up going down. I ran down to the rental car place. Obviously, now I have already checked out of— you know, security. The first time I had to check out and then go back through security, which was good because I didn't have anything. I left it all with Jason. But this time I took it all with me because I was like, we're not, we're not getting on an airplane because they're going to make us stay anyway. So I'm running to the rental car company to get us a rental car and I made it. I got us a car. And so I met Jason back at the airline counter because we had to wait for our bags. So that was the deal. Like we were going to get our luggage back, but because they they weren't going to be able to take it with them on the next flight to um, back home. Yeah.
0: So now we're right about midnight and going down to get the car. And let me maybe explain how this particular airport and rental car company works. They have a garage and they tell you what car you're in. The keys are already in the car. And in theory, you grab the car, get in the car, grab the keys, start the car and drive out. So we did that. The car was sitting there as it should have been, and we went to drive out, and there was nobody at the gate to let you out. And I'm (laughs) sure everybody knows that they have those nice little spikes you can't drive over until that's (laughs) lowered, so you can't get out. So we're sitting there for a couple minutes. We tried calling the rental desk, who apparently ran out the minute that they finished that last transaction. So there's nobody there. At the actual desk where the rental was made. It's like And there's nobody at this little office to let anybody out. And yeah, yeah, like one minute after.
1: One minute after.
0: So as we're sitting there and trying to figure out what to do, another couple comes pulling up behind us. And I think there were, what, two other cars? So us plus at least two other couples or families or whatever they were trying to figure out now how to get out of here. So we start talking to them, and everybody's calling everybody. We call the Hertz national number, who tells us that this particular location, whatever we can say who it is, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not their fault. I mean, at the well, it is their fault, but this isn't a, a complaint against them, right? But whatever. So they call the the rental car. We call or they call, whichever yeah. the uh, the corporate number, and we get them, and they say, well, this particular one is locally owned or owned by the run by the airport or something crazy, so they don't have any contact information. So the next step was you and that other guy, right, with your cell phone flashlights trying to look around in the booth to try to find a phone number. Right. And
1: then we also called uh, the Charlotte Airport uh, police.
0: Or security us, or, or whatever security it was. To help yeah.
1: us get out. And pretty much he drove up and he laughed at us and was like, this really stinks <laughs> to be you.
0: <laughs> I'm really sorry, but there's nothing I can do for you. And I don't yeah. have any phone numbers, so nobody knows how to get out of this place.
1: So... The other couple that we had met were also from Roanoke, so they were driving home as well, and we uh, chatted with them for a bit. And me and the other guy decided we were going to like try to figure out a way to get – we saw that there were some phone numbers listed in the booth, but we couldn't really read them. So it was like he – I was like on his shoulders taking pictures backwards and then deciphering backwards phone numbers. Mind you, this is now going on for what –
0: we're probably about an hour in at that point yeah. when all said and done.
1: Yeah. So we finally just start calling through all the numbers, and now it's inching on like 2 a.m. We finally get someone to pick up the phone, and the guy was like, you're where? We are locked in the garage. We can't get out. You forgot to let us out when we checked out. So he's like, well, I live like what? 20 minutes away from the yeah, airport. Yeah, it was like a half hour by the time we yeah. got there or something like that. So he's like, I got to put on some clothes, get in my car and go come back. So he came back and he checked us all out and let us all out.
0: So it was like... It was 3 o'clock in the morning yeah, by, the, by time the time we got we, out of there. Yeah, yep. And then a nice 3-hour drive home from there. So it, it was that was a long night. Yes. But we got back.
1: We got back. We were safe. It was exhausting, but we made it back. Uh, we did get a credit back from the rental car company, because I filed a formal complaint because it was such a mishap. But in any case, uh, we met To enough- be fair,
0: to be fair, it was really just a miscommunication on their side, right? They, they should have had a better process, but right. somebody at the desk, at the rental desk, didn't tell somebody down in the booth how many people were coming or yeah. somebody lost track or whatever. So I, not that big a deal at the end of the day, but uh, I don't know. We were probably a little f- less frustrated maybe than- some of the other people who were stuck waiting with us were.
1: Yeah. And there was another gentleman that was there too that also got a car and he ended up just going and sleeping in his car. He waited in the line and then finally when they let us out, he woke up and because he was exhausted from traveling. So he made the best of it. But me and the other guy, we figured it out. I mean, it took some like...
0: Hey, we didn't have to wait till the sun came up. It wasn't all bad. It could wasn't. have been a lot worse. It could have been. It could have been. It could have been a lot worse.
1: Anyway. So that's one of the many um, stories that we have. Um, we've also, um, we're almost like late for our own wedding at JFK when we thought we had more. Well,
0: the wedding was not at JFK, just to say that.
1: Well, I know that, but it was in New York. We were on our way back, flying from Virginia back to New York, where we're from. We get to JFK for our layover, and we th- we're thinking we got, like an hour or so of time for a layover. And we're like, let's grab a drink. I mean, we're going to be getting married soon, so let's just do it. And we stopped and grabbed a drink, and apparently we didn't realize they were making a final boarding call and they have been paging us for the last hour.
0: I still don't know how that happened because we're always really good about the timing. Something was wonky with that. I don't know. And I don't know what it was. It wasn't good. Or maybe they just boarded and did the final boarding like a lot sooner than they typically do.
1: Yeah, so we were those last people, you know, those last people that get on the airplane that look like they're all disheveled and stuff, or maybe even just really the ones relaxed. that
0: every other flight we'd be complaining about. Yes, yeah, them. that they're holding yeah. the door for. Yep. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. That that was us. So we're sorry about that, but we had a mishap and we had to definitely make it for our wedding. So
0: so where were we going when there was a marriage proposal on the plane? Was uh, that St. Lucia?
1: Yes, that was on on the way. That was on
0: the way. To the Caribbean. It yes. was the final leg of whichever I think it was St. Lucia. Or it might have been Jamaica.
1: No, no, I think it might have been Barbados.
0: Okay. So it was to the Caribbean regardless. Yep, yep. And we're on the plane and a couple decided to get engaged. So the guy asked the girl to marry him, middle of the airplane. And I just all that can go through my <laughs> head is how can you not wait like another two hours? To do this in the no, caribbean did almost on the beach. before
1: we got we almost were at the we almost were landing
0: yeah was, we were almost there whatever yeah we were like we, maybe were, we were well on the we way. were
1: starting our descent and he decided that he was going to propose to her on the airplane
0: yep they called it out on the overhead the whole yep. nine yards and yep
1: and everybody was clapping and i was drinking and cheering for them and it was our final descent. So they were like, come on, hurry up and drink that drink. We got to, your your celebration's over. Yeah. But seriously, how could you not wait like another 20 minutes to get like to the beach and propose?
0: Hey, maybe they were, he was too excited. Couldn't even wait anymore. Maybe. Good for them. Yeah. All right. What other crazy stuff did we have happen?
1: Oh, when you were still on the plane that one time when you.
0: Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Business trip. Um took off, it was a foggy, fairly foggy morning, it was pretty early in the morning, and they had a problem with something related to the navigation, I don't know mm-hmm. if it was radar or whatever it was, doesn't really matter, I guess, so we get off the runway, and we're in the air maybe 10 minutes, and the pilot comes on and said, we're going to land the plane, normally we'd fly through this, but with the weather the way it is, and all the fog the way it is, and we think it's safer just to land and either get a new plane or fix the issue or whatever it was, so the plane lands. And I go down to the front desk. Now, this airport is literally minutes away from where I work. And, uh, you know, I, I talked to them. I said, I, I need to get where I'm going. It was actually up to New York for, for business. And I said, I need to get up there at some point. Doesn't matter when. You know, can you just reschedule me for later this afternoon or whatever? Yep, no problem. And they're looking it up in the computer. She goes, and the girl goes, actually, we do have a little bit of a problem. She goes, according to our system, you're still in the air which was a minute of uncomfortable silence because I'm not sure quite how to answer that. And I assured her that I was, in fact, not in the air <laughs> and that I, I was, was on the plane. I didn't miss the plane or something crazy. So ended up just finally telling her, I said, look, give me. A, I'm going to go back to work. <laughs> give me a call whenever uh, you get this sorted out. When I land and you can reschedule me, give me a buzz and let me know what plane I need to get on. But, yeah, that was an interesting one. You'd think they'd have... Uh, a little tighter system and security to know whether a plane was, uh, was in fact still in the air or actually touched down.
1: Yeah. I feel like we're hitting a lot of airline stories. We do have a lot of airline stories, but we also have like some other things too. So, um, we coincidentally, we were on our way. We went, we went to New York to visit family. We got to the hotel. I got the keys and I was with um, one of the girls, Jason's daughters, and we were walking to the room and we had all of our stuff and Jason was still at the car with, the other, with his other daughter and we opened the door and there were two naked people in the room. Um, that was quite an interesting thing. I never seen somebody come charging at a door to shut it so fast in my life and me be like, wow, what just happened?
0: So I think I told you this, but if not, this one's actually better than that. It wasn't me directly. But a, a friend of mine that I went to high school with got married, and it's their wedding night, and they go to check into their room, and the hotel had given them the keys. Same thing, double booked. They given them the keys to their parents' room or to his parents' room. <laughs> so, so, thankfully, everyone was closed clothed. Excuse me in that scenario, but uh, but yeah, bride and, bride and groom went up and uh, into his parents' room.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a pretty awesome time. Anyway, um, so what else have we we done
0: i have another fun work work trip years ago so connecting flight through philly airport which anybody who flies through philly probably hates flying through philly cuz they always seem to have, especially in the winter there are always delays and everything else so we were making our approach actually there're two stories at that airport one of them we were making the approach and uh never never touched down to, did a flyover of the runway and as he's pulling up, the pilot says, comes on the radio and says, "You might have noticed we didn't land, and apparently there was a plane on the runway that was going to take off that didn't actually make it off the ground before uh, before we were coming in for landing. So they did another pass, and then uh, the other one they had a runway closed, and I, I think they run perpendicular to each other there. I don't remember, but either way, one of them's closed, and one of them's a short runway, one of them is a long runway." And the pilot came on, and I don't know why on earth they would ever tell you these things, but the pilot came on and said, the runway we would normally land this size, size plane on is not available to us right now. But we've done the math, and we think we can land on the short one. So we'll be touching down in about five minutes. <laughs> you never that. saw the blood drain from people's faces in a, plan, in a plane. that. Fa- I mean, you, you picture them up there with a, literally a napkin and a pencil. But uh, they made it. We landed.
1: Or what about that little kid that was screaming? Oh, that was a
0: whole different flight.
1: But That was mean, another still. Charlotte
0: one in the middle of a thunderstorm. And it was, you would have hated that flight. Oh, yeah. It, it sure. was a rocky flight. I mean, you know, you had turbulence and planes bouncing a couple feet at a time. It wasn't that bad. But if you don't like flying and that stuff turns you off a little bit, that it was a little bit of a rough flight. And the lady in front of me was white-knuckled like I've ever seen. There was no blood in her face. And her she had grabbed the arms as hard as she could. And she had her son next to her. And in one of the bumps, the, the son finally just, you can see his eyes light up and he screams at the top of his lung, everybody hold down. This thing's going down. <laughs> Mom, we're going down. That did not help her at all, but uh, it was fine. It wasn't that bad a flight, but yeah, she did not do too well with that. And her kid didn't know the situation at all. He was maybe five or six. Just
1: so, just so you clarify, it's not that I don't like flying. I don't mind flying, but I just that was don't a puddle like, jumper. That was when they right, were still flying small, the prop planes here. I don't like here. small prop planes. I don't like how they have to distribute the weight, and you don't and like I bad don't, weather. And I definitely don't like bad weather. I don't like flying in bad weather. That's because it's just an uncomfortable feeling. I definitely don't like turbulence. I know it's not a bad thing, but even still, sometimes turbulence is bad. I mean, I remember on a flight back from Cleveland where I had there was really bad turbulence on the way to Albany. And the guy that was next to me, that poor guy, I grabbed a hold of his package, and I really didn't mean to. I just got really scared and missed the armrest. <laughs> and so it happens sometimes, you know? You just can't help it. I mean, man, happens. But I've also had some pretty terrible things happen on airplanes, too, like... You know the girl with wet hair when we were coming back from Florida, who put her nasty wet hair all in my seat and was laying in my seat, and I had to ask the flight attendant at least five times to have her hair removed, like all of it. <laughs> hair removed. <laughs> please Can remove. Can you please shave this
0: lady that's move, sitting next to me because I can't deal with this. Please move your hair.
1: Us. Please move your hair. So anyway, that was pretty gross, and it was just wet. I don't like wet hair. Um, it let's happens. see. I oh, remember when we went to Bristol?
0: So we, after sitting in traffic, leaving an event, we had, I don't know, seven, eight hours maybe tops before our plane took off. Yep. And we had a hotel rented because we fully intended to get pretty much a full night's sleep before heading off to the airport. If I remember right, we got to the hotel, we took showers, yep. we slept for maybe 45 minutes an hour, Maybe. Yeah. And then got up, checked out, went to the airport. Yep. And immediately proceeded to pass out next to the benches inside of the airport at the terminal. Yep. And I think we got woken up. That might have been the other time we got woken up by them either calling our flight or calling our names or something yep. crazy because we almost missed that one too. Yep. We uh, were. But we were there.
1: Yeah. We were laying right next to the, um, we fell asleep right next to the podium. And... She finally woke us up and asked if we were the two
0: people that they were waiting for. Apparently we were, but we made it.
1: We made it. <laughs> again, yet again, we were those last two passengers.
0: How about, where was it, Miami, when we got the, uh, literally the last rental car? <laughs> yes,
1: the last rental car. Do you know what it's like to go into an airport that has about 100 people waiting in the um, rental car counter for a car and there's no cars. Well, we go out, we have already have it reserved. You know, you're those like top platinum gold, whatever they call it members. So we had a car and we get out there, we get up there and the lady's like, Oh yeah, your car is out there. And I, I could have almost died walking through that when everybody saw me walk through. And there were
0: a lot of people that were not too happy with us because oh, yeah. everybody thought they should have got the car. And for whatever reason, we got literally the last car that they had available. Yeah. And it was, it was reserved. Really, yeah. And, and also was, were all these other people. These were not walk-ups, to be clear. This is the old Jerry Seinfeld. What's the purpose of a reservation if you don't keep the reservation, Right. Right.
1: So we walk out and mind you, this is like an open parking garage now. Like I've never seen before. It looks like there's no cars parked there. And there's this one little white car.
0: <laughs> little, like <laughs> there was no floor. So you had to use your feet and Flintstones, this thing. I mean, I forget what it was, but it was basically an old Chevy Chevette. If anybody remembers what that is. Right oh my gosh, I mean It was, was the smallest so thing. So small. It was one step above a roller skate. Yeah. And we had luggage with us at that point that did not. Nope. We did not plan for a sub, sub, sub compact vehicle by any stretch.
1: Yeah. I think that car might've been as small as the other rental
0: car that we got when we went to New York. And we were driving that one all the way down to Key West too. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't just like local around town for ten minutes.
1: So don't get me wrong, this is not what we rented, but we would accept it. So, well, when I, it's the
0: last car, you take what you can get. Right. I mean, that's all there was to Correct.
1: it. Correct. Yeah. So we took it. We ended up the trunk ended up breaking. Um, we, well, we didn't. That was no, when we were
0: down in Key but, West, it wasn't it because we called we them up to see if we can switch it.
1: No, if the trunk wasn't working in the airport when we picked it up. Oh, maybe we couldn't latch it. We just won it. We were like, okay, I think- Well, we I got that
0: thing way. latched when we you got that was it the latched. only car left. We got yeah. that thing. I didn't know if it was going to open again, but we got that thing closed. And
1: then when we got down to Key West, it wouldn't latch anymore. Yeah. So, and we tried to trade it in. We tried to have them fix it. And they were like- This was like know.
0: four days later and they still didn't have another yeah. single car available. It was unbelievable.
1: Yeah. So we were there for a week and we had to drive around this car that at any moment, the trunk, the little hatchback, in the back could but and it's not like it was an old
0: beater. I mean, it was a new car. It was, was just—I wish I remembered what it was. But God, that thing was small. Yeah. What other crazy travel stuff? Oh,
1: I remember when I was on my way to China, and my um, my suitcase, my roller, my little roller carry-on suitcase, the um, the wheel fell off.
0: So I might not have been there, but I remember that phone call. Cause you were in like a complete panic, like the world just ended. And I remember, I actually remember distinctly what you said to me. I don't know what to do. My wheels exploded. (laughs) And I didn't know you were talking about your suitcase or what you were talking about, but I got a frantic call saying, I don't know what to do. My wheels just exploded.
1: It was actually only one wheel and it fell off, which thankfully the airline, when I went to the lounge, they gave me some of that, um, tape that they put on, um, suitcases so it was all taped up um really ghetto but i had to make it to china and back um i even tried to get by a a suitcase in china which
0: i thought you finally did buy one
1: i did after i got back remember i tried to find one in china but i got sick when i was in china so that was partially the reason why And that was another story. Like, I had to come back. So
0: you dragged that thing all the way back from overseas back to the airport and on the last leg decided to buy an airport suitcase? No, I bought the suitcase when I
1: got home. Oh,
0: For some reason, I thought you got one at the airport. No. Gotcha.
1: I have bought stuff at the airport. Oh, I know you have. I bought neck pillows, you name it. I've got a collection of neck pillows and blankets and all sorts of stuff.
0: All right. What else do we got?
1: Um, what about when we went? We had when we wanted a GPS in our rental car in another country, and we didn't have one.
0: Yeah. So we did reserve one. We did. And Abu Dhabi, when you get the, or Dubai, actually, I guess. Yeah. When we landed there at whatever time their time, it was the middle of the night their a, time.
1: Yeah, it was the middle. It was like two in the morning and
0: dark, and having no idea where you're going. And they said, no, "We don't have any GPS left." So. uh you know, good luck. And cell reception <laughs> wasn't great out there. We didn't have, uh, we hadn't downloaded any offline maps to the phone or anything like that. So, yeah, we had a little fun trying to find our way around. But that was a great trip. Once all of that got sorted out, we had a really good trip out there. Well, and you also we'll have to talk about that a separate time because that's a that trip was impressive.
1: Yeah. So one of the other things too is Jason. They lost his luggage too. So Jason had to wear my clothes. for
0: so let's start this over for a second. We won't, we'll save Abu Dhabi, Dubai and all that for another conversation. But we could at least say you were out there for work. Yep. And I was tagging along since we basically had hotel already covered by your work and everything else because you had to be out there anyway. Yep. So cost us effectively just my airfare to go out there. So we took the and opportunity. Food. Well, yeah, of course. and his food. and So we took the opportunity to spend some time out there. So that, that's what we were out there for. Um so if one of our luggage was going to get lost, mine was the one to get lost cuz I was actually still working but remote from over there while we were out there. So you worked during their day. Yep. Right and I slept while you were at work and then worked overnight to uh to match US hours. So it didn't really matter all that much that I didn't have a suitcase the first couple of days or that I wore your gym shorts for a couple of days <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. That was the better suitcase yeah, to Yeah, and I
1: think we did also they did some laundry for us. The hotel did they laundry did. for us and then And we
0: bought some stuff in that little mall yeah. attached to the hotel and yeah. whatever whatever. But it wasn't and, that bad. And they found it. It what 2 days later they finally brought it over.
1: Yeah, 2 2 days later, yeah. I've just never seen them lose one bag like that. Yeah, it was was stuck. It was in Washington. It just was the all. It was just there alone by itself. Yep. Um, And then they gave us a really great room. It was like an awesome room. It was humongous. It. Um and. (laughs) Two things.
0: Yeah, I remember a second. I think you forgot.
1: (laughs) So we what we didn't know was that the room. Well, it was an amazing room, humongous, like giant bed. It would worked out perfect because Jason could be in the other room working while I was sleeping during the night, but it was over a nightclub. So all we heard was boom, 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 boom. boom. It didn't really
0: bother me much because I was up working anyway, but when you were trying to sleep. Yeah,
1: it was hard because I had to get up and go to work the next day. And
0: then when you finally did fall asleep, you fell asleep. Yeah. And I forget if it was a toilet or a sink or something and the bathroom started running. The toilet. Well, it was must Remember
1: have been. it started overflow. It,
0: it was just running. I mean like it like you'd fly. It wasn't like clogged or anything. It was just right. it, it wouldn't stop running and started leaking and spilling over and whatever. So I had maintenance come up in the middle of their night. And I don't think you even woke up. Nope. I mean that thing was running for like a half hour. I had towels all over the place to try to catch it. The emergency maintenance guys came up and took care of everything and you didn't even blink.
1: Nope. I slept through the whole thing finally after the nightclub scene died down. Well,
0: you woke up and I remember you waking up and asking me why there were wet towels all over the place because a couple of them got left behind.
1: Cause oh, it, yeah. Yeah. Because there was two bathrooms, right? In that?
0: Yeah, I think so. It was a yeah. big, big
1: It was like room. this big, giant suite. It was amazing room.
0: Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. We were I only there for up. two nights?
1: Two or three nights. I don't remember. Because the rest of the time
0: was over the other side.
1: Yep. Yeah. What else? Hmm.
0: I don't know. Anything else you want to hit?
1: I'm trying to remember where else we... Oh, remember when we were on our way to Grenada last year and we were sitting on the plane in uh, Miami, we were meeting our friends. So Jason and I went down for our 10-year wedding anniversary, renewed our vows. So we met a couple, uh, one of the couples that was going, we met them in Miami and we were talking with them at the airport and everything, good to go. And the rest of our friends and family were coming um, on a different airline, different different time. Different flights, whatever. Yeah. So we're sitting on the plane, our friends, Sherry and Jim, they boarded, we boarded, and um, all of a sudden we see a couple that we need to know
0: from. That you worked with.
1: Yeah, that I work with. So uh, Chen and Roberts walked on the plane and realized that we saw a couple, we, we met up with them. Uh, so if
0: you didn't say it, this was the second leg. So this was yeah. on the way to the island right so they were obviously going to the island yes and turns out not only were they going to the island but they were staying at, at the, the same, same resort. resort
1: same days yep. same everything yep. so yeah it was interesting
0: So a small world but the, yeah that was a lot of fun we ended up hanging out with them quite a bit
1: yeah so i think the only other thing that i uh, one of the other things with our vacation is the things that jason does to people and when he all just to get like free tickets to go to like Busch Gardens or SeaWorld or something.
0: So let's be clear about this one. <laughs> you were the one who wanted the free stuff.
1: Listen, I like free stuff. You I do accept like free, free stuff. stuff. And
0: I told you what this was and what we we're going to have to do, and you wanted to do it. It was a really anyway.
1: nice place, and that was before timeshares were a terrible idea. Yep.
0: So timeshare. <laughs> And it was Seaworld tickets, if I remember right. Oh, yeah, which are sea the cheapest World. of all of the tickets anyway. Yeah, yeah. So but I
1: really wanted to go and I does but it's not that it's not that it's that cheap. I still think it's like a hundred dollars a person. It's just I didn't want to spend that kind of money. I don't know, I was whatever. Being cheap.
0: You just heard free, got excited, and you heard that we had to just talk to somebody for three seconds to get it for free and then we can do it. So well, I agreed to do it with you, even but, knowing what we were getting into.
1: But Jason likes to go too far and was like, Okay, well if I'm gonna have to do this, then I'm really going to res this person. So
0: this wasn't an actual, like, a lot of them are timeshare presentations where you're sitting with like 40 people. This was one-on-one. Yep. Right? So we had to spend a half hour with this guy or whatever it was to talk about some new condo type whatever in Florida that they were doing timeshares for. So first, I think I told them we had six kids.
1: Yes. We had six kids.
0: Yeah. Um, Which we do not. But anyway, so the best you can have fun with these people. I think I broke the poor guy because they have this whole canned speech that they read to you, right? And it sounds really good when you just start listening to it. And they kind of start with, what do you usually spend in a given year on vacation, right? And, yeah, what do you mean? Well, you know, you fly someplace or drive someplace or and get a hotel and food and, you know, what do you usually spend? And you give them a number. And then they, uh, you know, series of other questions. Then they stop that conversation and they tell you all about how great this place is. And then they show you the math. And they say, look, you will we'll actually save money if you decide to buy this timeshare. But what they did, right, and what they do is bake all of the costs of getting in, getting there, paying for food and everything else into the cost that you told them that they calculate your savings on. So he gave us the price and it was like, you know, for $200 less a year, you could actually have this place and it's the same week every year and it's like coming to your own place and all that. So that actually sounds really good. How am I going to get there? He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, you used my budget for airfare. And he just stopped. And I said, so what are we going to eat? Does this place include food? He goes, well, no, but you can buy food. You can cook there. Or you can go out. I said, you use my budget for food already too because you asked me how much we spend on all of this. And he must have sat there for like a good, Minute, he did not know how to respond. I mean, he really did. I think I broke the poor guy.
1: Yeah, I think you did. And then you were like, "So when we let him happened? off the hook at the end." But yeah, yeah, and told them finally that we didn't have six kids and that really I was just there for the free seat world. I don't
0: think we told him that part.
1: You sure we didn't?
0: No, I don't think we did. I think <laughs> we let him go on that. I did have some fun with him though. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to hit today?
1: No. I would love to um, hear from our listeners, though, if they can reach out to us and let us know some of their funny travel stories, and maybe we can incorporate it into a upcoming um, podcast, have some people on, or record us some messages and tell us.
0: Yep. So if you go to anchor.fm slash two microphones, there's a button where you can leave an audio message that we can uh, can play on the podcast. If you're interested in talking to us or just want to give us some feedback, find us on social media, either Twitter, um, Facebook, or wherever else you'd like. Just search for Two Microphones Podcast, and you will find us.
1: Awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been great talking with you, and we will be in touch next week.
0: All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll do it again.